All right, good morning, good evening, good night. It is another episode of the Nifty Q Show, the second one, the second one ever. Uh, the last time I had Jordan Lyle here on the podcast, it was called the Layer One Podcast. So we recently rebranded. Welcome into everybody here uh, into the episode. This is amazing uh, that I get to talk with Jordan. He's a, a good friend of mine, and I'm excited to talk everything uh, Nifties, everything meme. Uh, he really, you know, founded one of the the nft projects that got the whole nft ball rolling back last year so jordan how are you doing today my man i'm good dude how are you great to be here i'm doing good i i don't know if you could see it from your end uh the people at home could see that there were, we messed with some animations here so sorry about that little awkward intro for for those of you that are watching but uh we're just experimenting man and and you've done a lot of experimenting uh since the beginning and you know i i really appreciate kind of you leading the charge here uh, in the NFT space. So I want to give a quick shout out to BitLectro Labs. They are our sponsor on today's episode. The whitelist is, we're giving away a little bit of a whitelist uh, for their dreamers drop here. That's happening over the next seven days. Really excited for that team. Uh, Gabe is an awesome guy as well. So uh, big shout out to BitLectro Labs there. But, you know, today we're going to talk, we're going to talk nifties. We're going to talk meme. Uh, I really kind of want to get into uh, those two products and how they're doing uh, up to this point. But just give a quick uh, update, man. How has it been the last eight months, nine months, ten months almost since we talked uh, last time on Layer 1? Has it been that long? Wow. That's an eternity in in this world, right? Um, Dude, everything's been going so well. It's It's been a crazy ride. Lots of fun. I think when we last talked, it was... It was really in the, maybe in the early days of, of Nifties. Um, th- things have definitely changed. Nifties is is just going gangbusters. Um, the team is growing. The platform's growing. The user base is growing. Partnerships, drops, you name it. Uh, nothing but nothing but growth so far. It's super exciting. The meme project continues to continues to to run. Uh, still an awesome community got some big plans in the next couple of months with the next version of meme we can get into all that but it's just it's such a fun space to be in uh try to rem- remind myself to just like take a step back and remember like where things were a year or two years ago um just with the crazy just the amount of activity sheer growth in this space it's it's unreal man I'm sure you're experiencing that on your side too, right? 100%. And and for those of us that were here last year uh, around this time, actually, uh, and I want to get the exact date that you guys launched me because it has to be around this time. But uh, yeah, it's been a crazy, crazy ride. Uh, I want to get your take uh, before we jump into your products, right? Nifties is working with Space Jam. You guys are doing uh, Damien Hurst. You guys are doing the Common Canvas now with a, a bunch of different artists as well. Uh, before we jump into that the, that product, for those people that maybe weren't around, you know, last year this time, how, what's the biggest change that you've seen in the space since those first days of meme and the first days of NFTs really taking hold? It felt like we had to explain NFTs back then, right? Because our our product when we launched meme, it was really the, at the crossroads of DeFi and trading and yield farming with NFTs. NFTs felt still kind of niche because there weren't so many platforms, the volumes were really low. It was still kind of this up and even though people have been building and creating since 2017, even a year ago, it was still rel- relatively unknown, especially, or you know, even in the, the crypto community. So it was a lot about like, okay, to the crypto audience, 
You know, the crypto kitties that you that you heard about a few years ago. Well, maybe you didn't know, but there's this whole untapped um, area of opportunity here and innovation that's happening. And it's really just the next extension of like blockchain. Um, but now everybody knows, especially in the crypto space. And even, you know, our moms and dads and, and great uncles are figuring this stuff out. So um, it, it makes my job a little bit more easier in defining the product and describing it to community in the real world and my family members of what I do during the day. So um, yeah, that, that, that helps things that the, you know, the NFT uh, term has gotten out. Yeah, I want to stick on meme really quick and stick on kind of that the origin uh, of this kind of NFT movement. You're wearing the meme colors. You got two great pieces. Oh, meme. See that? Oh, I love it, dude. (laughs) So that's one of your merch drops on the on the platform. Yeah, it's one of our merch drops. Um, It was a collab with uh, well, Meta Meta Factory, Um, and then. Diego Rodriguez, one of our one of our early artists, um, did the meme cola stuff, bottle of cola, and then uh, just decided to do a collab merch drop. I think there are only seventy that that were printed, so very very unique. Um, so I can't get one, is what you're saying? It's an awesome piece. I'm sorry. Maybe on the secondary market, if you unfortunate. Unfortunate, but I want to stick with this because there's going to be people listening to this that maybe don't know the origin story of meme. We're going to stick on it uh, for not that long because I want to touch on where meme is today and and nifties. Uh, You have two great pieces there. One of them is, I think, the original tweet that started the entire platform, started the entire kind of project. Take me through a little bit of that just for people who maybe have no idea what meme is. Sure. Do you want the long version or the short sure. version? We'll stay short because I want to get to where you guys are. Now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Short story. I, I made a stupid tweet like most of my tweets are. Um, in this case, I was just kind of poking fun that DGen developers on DeFi, my, you know, myself included. And um, this thing took off virally. The tweet just spread. I posted the tweet um, August of 2020 so 14 months ago and um it just spread and a community was created i I created this telegram group called the degenerator uh that branding shifted over into meme meme token was issued we had this really thriving community with a social token community token and we're like okay well what do we do what what do we build we ended up building um the meme platform as as you know today, which is really gives the user the ability to deposit meme tokens, earn pineapple points, and uh, exchange those for NFTs. Really, really kicking off um, this combination of DeFi and NFTs, pioneering NFT farming, NFT mining, however you want to put it. And then it just kind of snowballed from there, started with our own NFTs, this is another one, one of our first batch, where it was really just kind of like trading cards, other celebrities in the space. Uh, and then it just kind of evolved and turned into working with more and more artists and uh, still with like the accessibility factor of like anybody can come in, grab this token, deposit it. Um, you don't have to throw down a ton of money. You really just kind of have to play this little game. Um, and you're able to start start your nft collection uh and that was really the heart of it and you know a lot is a lot has changed and a lot of updates and improvements and 
um, the team right now is, is kind of away working on meme V3 right now, which will launch in a couple months, but, um, yeah, really exciting project. Uh, that just kind of, I like to look at a chart and, and, you know, show, show, uh, NFT search interest and NFT volume and right at the inflection point is meme. Yeah you know, <laughs> stroking, stroking our ego a little bit there, but there's something else called top shots, but uh, there's a number <laughs> of other projects that launch at the same time, but it is really cool because that, that really does mark, at least in my story, you know, the, the kind of the, the beginning stages of this whole, this whole thing. You know, the platform has a lot of characteristics from that time as well. It was coming off this big DeFi summer wave that yeah. really took over the industry and it has the DeFi aspect. We kind of lost that, right? Like you guys, you guys had that as part of your platform, but it really went more collectible focus. It went obviously with the profile picture projects. Now we're seeing DeFi move back in. It feels like a lot of these projects are having these fungible token yields. What are your thoughts on kind of the, the recent uptick in these DeFi, you know, features moving into NFTs? I think you're totally right. Yeah, we did see kind of a turning away from DeFi as this, as NFTs in general started to pick up just because it's the easiest thing to graph. You know, I, I exchange money for these NFTs and I collect. Uh, but now we're seeing, like you said, a resurgence where a lot of projects, um, you know, you stake to earn or, uh, you know, especially with loot and all the derivatives and the end project. And like those, those are truly like, like DeFi met NFTs with a lot of these projects. Um, what's it called? Magic. Mm -hmm. uh, several other projects are are coming around, and uh, it's really exciting to see. You know, and and when we when we think about these high valued NFTs like the punks and apes, uh, an average user is not going to really be able to participate, right? But if they can buy a share or a fraction of an NFT, um, or you know, buy into an index. Then it's a lot more accessible. So we're starting to see more and more platforms, NFTX, um, and then uh, what I'm really excited about is like on the other side where we have groups like PondFi, um, where you're able to uh, really realize the value of of DeFi and NFTs, where you're able to deposit an NFT as collateral and get a loan against that. A lot of really cool things happening, um, and it's kind of cool to think that uh the meme project really kicked this off yeah well, one of our community members here llama is saying it felt like a lifetime ago and it definitely is uh and then we had another comment actually come through uh talking about meme being a great project felt priced out too quick how do we get in as a new player so that kind of leads us up to what meme is up to today and how can you know people that are interested get involved great well i'll stick to the um I'll stick to the slogan, don't buy memes. Uh, <laughs> Love that. <laughs> but there are many other ways to get involved. For now, check out don'tbuymeme.com. Uh, lots of ways to get involved. Check out the community. There are there are several active uh, campaigns going on uh, where you're, you're still able to kind of compete and earn some NFTs. We're not adding new uh, drops and new artist releases uh, for the next few weeks. Because um, as mentioned, we're um silver surfer who is a longtime meme og top collector in this space he has now kind of taken the reins of the day-to-day -day operations of meme so he and his engineers are working on 
V3 of Meme, aka Memex, which um, you could say with version two, which launched earlier this year, version two of Meme kind of went the way of like art platform. Um, Memex or Meme V3 kind of shifts back into this DeFi focused, uh, you know, direction. And, it ha and there's a vision for bringing back the fun, bringing back the memes, bringing back the silliness, the community aspect, the DeFi angle, uh, where it's not just, let's just mint an art piece and try and flip it. Let's, mm -hmm. let's really, like you said, experiment, innovate and find ways that we can have this amazing fun art, this amazing community and uh, experiment with some of these DeFi levers. It's gonna be really, really fun. Keep your eyes peeled in the next few weeks and months. Uh, it's gonna be a great kind of resurgence uh, for the meme platform. Meme token is still is still there. Advice is not to not to buy, uh, but it's uh, it's the same community. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great a great kind of uh, kickoff of Meme V three here in the next few weeks. Yeah, looking forward to that, man. So you created Meme uh, along with you know, and then grew that with the community. You guys have a fantastic uh, pineapple gang there <laughs> uh, with your community. So at near, I think. Q1 2021, correct me if I'm wrong, Nifty's kind of came up to like, you know, fruition. I don't know when you kind of had the idea to create this, you know, this studio, this this real brand that is just helping creators and different brands kind of reach their audiences via NFTs. You've already worked with Space Jam, which was a huge draw for you guys, huge, huge pull. Uh, you're working with, you know, Damien Hurst and, and Common Canvas now. So take me up to like the origin of Nifty's and how that came to be when you were working with Meme. Yeah, yeah, great question. You know, Nifty's really came from a couple of conversations with uh, another Ethereum whale, DeFi, NFT collector, um, OXB1. Um, obviously a fan of a fan of theirs. We, we collaborated on some projects um, around that same time. And the thought was, hey, um, the meme, kind of the core meme group, myself, uh, ET and Farmer, who, who actually built the platform, um, we were kind of approached and offered, hey, you guys do amazing work on the product and engineering side and community growth side. We've got this, this other group of folks that um, really have the, uh, the media angle, the, the entrepreneur angle, the um, like enterprise blockchain level, level experience. What if we form like the super group? What if we form the Avengers of, of NFTs? And um, meme can continue. And this is all kind of part of the arrangement. Meme can continue as is, as like a, you know, community focused, DeFi focused thing. But let's turn our eyes to building something that is just going to knock people's socks off. That's going to be really easy to use for new users, top tier entertainment brands, top tier artists. Um, and that's what we did. So we, we both myself and my, my two meme co-founders joined the co-founding group of Nifties. And uh, the CEO of Nifties, my partner, is Jeff Marsilio. He was at the NBA for a while, and he was kind of instrumental from the NBA's perspective on uh, kicking off the Top Shot project internally. And um, so it was like, okay, the guy who did Top Shot, the guys who did Meme, 
uh, a few other really sharp, strong people. Let's, let's go. Uh, so we raised a little bit of money, um, kind of kicked things off. Uh, we, we're building on the Palm ecosystem. Palm is another blockchain. Uh, it's out of the consensus kind of family of companies. And it's a side chain. It's a POA side chain, uh, but it's focused on NFTs and it's focused on um, the environment. Uh, 99.99, whatever, environmentally, for energy efficient. Uh, because it's a side chain, it's able to have really cheap transactions, quick transactions. Um, and it's focused on experience and it's focused on uh, NFTs. So it's a gr- they're a great partner of ours. And out of the gate, we launched uh, as the Palm Network was being launched. So it was kind of like building the tracks as we were right, driving the train. But uh, we launched with one of the biggest movies in the summer, at least uh, in my, in you know, if you ask my kids, uh, it was Space Jam, the the, the follow up to, uh, you know, such a nostalgic movie for for me at least, and it was really fun to kick off our project with, um, you know, Bugs Bugs Bunny and LeBron James, and have this amazing kind of kickoff. Uh, we ended up with this really interesting mechanic where we gave all our NFTs away. I got and not, yeah. not, not, not everything was given away, but most of them were. It was sign up for the platform, get a free NFT, share this tweet, get a free NFT. And then uh, everyone could also optionally buy another NFT. We ended up giving away around 100,000 NFTs just in several hours. And um, I think... We, I think we broke records. I think we need someone needs to do the math. But uh, in terms of like number of NFTs, number a single number of NFTs additions given away at once, um, it's got to be up there. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, we continue to roll out with with more and more Space Jam stuff. Uh, you mentioned Damien Hurst. We've got some other really cool collections and artists, and so much more coming. Um, it's really it's really turning into. Uh, a really great platform to start collecting NFTs. Yeah, you guys have a native marketplace actually built out as well, which I want to touch on. There's a lot to unpack from everything you broke down there. <laughs> I, I find it super interesting that you have like this really hardcore user focus, like grassroots project with Meme. And then your goal, or the, at least from you know reading a couple of blog posts and things like this with Nifties, is to reach maybe newer audiences, right? And, and I kind of want to break that down. Like what is the goal other than what I just kind of mentioned with nifties, is it to go out there, you know, past space jam, of course, and, you know, cr- find like traditional IPs and bring them in, or is it to create these like native brands or these new brands under that umbrella? Yeah. Yeah. Another great question. I think, um, at the end of the day, our, our goal is to just bridge the average user into this NFT world, uh, in the seam- most seamless way possible. Um, right now it's difficult. It's difficult to say that, uh, while still kind of holding true to the decentralized ideals, right? It's easy to go build something custodial. It's easy to go build something Web2, right? But if we if we want to kind of maintain um, the philosophies of, of like users holding their own keys and um, being able to move your wallet around or move your NFTs around and not being in this walled garden, it's a lot of work uh, to do that and maintain a, a quality user experience um, and we're still working on it. You know, some, some of the things on our platform are, 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 you know, need a lot of help, need a lot of work. And that's, we're continuing to, to push that forward just to really hold true to that vision of making things easy while observing, um, 
you know, the reason we're all here, which is like web three and decentralization. Um, and that's it, man. It's like, uh, obviously we're focused on our relationship with Warner brothers, which includes space jam and a couple other things that we'll be, we'll be rolling out in the next several months. Um, it includes some of these smaller artist drops that we'll be starting to kind of unveil next month. Uh, it includes things like common canvas, which is our own kind of internal project where uh, once a month or once every, once every time we do this drop, a group of artists kind of collaborate. They work independently, but they have a shared canvas, a common canvas. And this first drop, it was a skateboard. So we had all these skateboard artists um, use the skateboard as a canvas. Some painted on the skateboard, others did some 3D things, and then you see the board rotate. Um, so it's, you know, next next month it might be a basketball where everybody gets to design a basketball. Um, they're not always going to be physical. In this first drop, everybody who buys an NFT also gets a physical skateboard, which is really fun. Um, and uh, but in the future, you know, it's all going to kind of revolve, or maybe it's. Um, the canvas is uh, 360, you know, globe that they have to they have to have to create. So it's kind of thinking about putting constraints on artists in a good way, uh, and see how different artists kind of approach the the one canvas. Um, things like that, you know, we're continuing to innovate and experiment. And uh, one thing that's like really core to our belief, core to our vision, is innovating on how NFTs are distributed, not just the NFTs themselves, uh, which is really important, but the distribution, um, you know, share, tweet to get an NFT. Uh, what we're, what we can talk about next is our goon squad, right? We did the, we did the tune squad stuff. Um, now we're doing the goon squad and it really, it kind of flips everything on its head for the goon squad, uh, release, which happens next week on the 19th. Um, we're, we're testing a couple things. There's two ways to get your hands on a Goon Squad NFT. Number one, uh, if, you, if you buy the movie on a streaming service, um, you, you'll find a QR code. We're partnering with Movies Anywhere. Not a QR code, a code, uh, an alphanumeric code. And you, if, you, if you paste that into the Nifty site after we launch, you'll get a free NFT. So we're, we're kind of toying with ways to like tie in the marketing, are, but we want to do more than just, uh, you know, sell someone else's movies. We want to continue to push this thing like natively NFT. Um, and then that, that second element does just that. And that's, um, okay, remember you collected all these other Toon Squad and Goon Squad NFTs a couple months back. Now there's a little bit of utility. You can, you can almost upgrade your Toon Squad NFTs for a Goon Squad NFT. And if you want to check out nifties.com, slash Space Jam, you'll see a little bit more information about this, where we're calling it burn and replace. So if you burn three Toon Squad NFTs, uh, there's there's a lot of these, it's more of a common card. Um, If you kind of deposit or burn in the the NFT space, it's known as burning, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, If you burn three uh, Toon Squad NFTs, you're able to kind of uh, take a chance at um, at getting something unique and rare, but this time it's it's the villains, it's the goon squad. So there's a little bit of a story and you're able to kind of make it, do you want to be on the toon squad or be on the goon squad? To get on the goon squad, you got to burn the toon squad NFTs. Um, 
And then again, it's just kind of the next milestone and like towards this uh, really fun gamified platform where you're able to do different things and um, work together or work with the community. And uh, all these things are also available in the secondary market and uh, just allows for a lot of liquidity for people just getting in to have fun with this. Yeah, if you're a part of a Jordan Lyle project, you're going to get gamification. Okay, That's guys? it. Man. So <laughs> I love that, man. There's, there's again, a lot to break down of what you just talked about. I can envision Netflix getting involved, you know, in the NFT space in two years where each time you can kind of watch a, um, a movie that maybe at the end of it, uh, you have a code that you can then have a native and, a, you know, Netflix part. Like you guys are on the fringes of that, which is really cool. Uh, we had Mike Shinoda from Linkin Park on... I think like two weeks ago and he dropped his NFTs on the hen marketplace and he dropped them for like a dollar or $2, mm-hmm. which I, th- which I want to get your take on the distribution process. Cause I think it's, it's, it's really cool, right? Like you can drop that to your community. You know, if you keep a certain amount of supply that can be traded and you can still get the, you know, royalties at the end of that. Uh, I want to get your take on the supply, man, because you guys dropped uh, or distribution because you guys dropped a hundred thousand uh, for free, which is a dis- like a interesting, unique distribution process. But what is your take on kind of the capping a supply or or keeping that price low? Like, I would just want to get your thesis because we see so many people trying to attack this in different ways, white lists and all these things that are happening now. Yeah, that's that's a good point. You know, we. Again, we're approaching it more as an experimental thing. You know, Warner Brothers hadn't issued an NFT before, and this was all kind of experimental. What if we gave it away? Um, and in that first, very first drop, we put a cap. Um, uh, we didn't we didn't talk about it, but shortly after that, we did another distribution, which was you know retweet the trailer uh, tweet from from Space Jam account and get get a get another NFT. And that one we left uncapped. Um, so there was really no way of knowing. Well, what's what's the uh, what's the total supply of these things? We didn't know until the campaign was was done, and we can kind of distribute. Um, what was the result of that? Yeah, another another success where it was everybody loved it. Everybody took to Twitter and shared this thing, and um, I believe it was 115,000 NFTs, 120 something like that. So a ton of NFTs out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, pros and cons, of course. You know, a lot of people got their first NFT for free, onboarding so many people into this nifty Space Jam NFT community. Um, and the community is great. Our Discord is 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 really awesome. I encourage everybody to check it out. Um, and that's one thing that you know we knew we were launching with Space Jam. We knew we were building a Discord. Um, I guess I didn't really think, or didn't it didn't occur to me that hey we're we're now in charge of the Space Jam NFT community, which was which has been really cool to kind of um, drive that forward. But uh, yeah, you know, just minting that many that that quantity of NFTs was like whoa. Uh, that supply is huge. Yep. Um, maybe you know, in the next year or so, we'll look back and we'll say that's actually not that huge um, based on where this whole space is moving. Uh, but for now, it is. So we're we're um, we're aware of that. And, uh, it's great that the price point is now low enough that anybody can just jump in. Um, as mentioned with our goon squad, burn and replace, um, users are able to trade some of those in and really get a chance and roll the dice again on getting something a little bit more rare. Um, 
And then, so I don't know if we'll do something at that scale again. We'll, we'll definitely put other things in place, but it's all just kind of um, like we have some really solid plans of what we want to do. Um, and then other times projects are like, well, what? let's just try this out. Let's see what happens. Um, so that we're kind of balancing those those two. Yeah, I want to talk about the Discord channel. We have some some users asking how we get involved or how we find the Discord channel. So I definitely linked there in the chat, guys. You can join uh, the Nifty's Discord there. Uh, I want to talk about kind of the whole studio and how it is to be a Nifty's community member, to be in that Discord. Because, you know, we had Tom Bill you on yesterday, and he's building out this whole ecosystem for these NFTs with the base level access being these cards. So you have all these separate brands, kind of like what you guys are doing with Common Canvas, with Space Jam, all these things. Is there a tie-in between all three uh, or in, and then in the future when you create, you know, you bring in other brands, is there going to be a tie-in for a community member to, you know, say have access to all of these different products uh, or are they going to be, you know, pretty siloed uh, to their own different uh, project? Is there a tie-in essentially for Nifties? I think uh, yes and no. Um, it's going to be really fun to just like focus on the Space Jam community. And, you know, it's going to be, you know, years in between Space Jam movies if, if they continue the series. But we'll be able to kind of continue on that story, right? Um, just internally by creating our own challenges and content and contests and uh, just being a part of that community. Um, and same with some of these other properties. We'll continue to tell the narrative and shape the narrative and really be an end user's interface to these characters, right? Um, at the same time, these things are open. Um, it would make a ton of sense to have the, uh, you know, the Space Jam community go to war with XYZ community that is yet to launch on the platform. And, um, you know, there is a lot of overlaps, right? Um, but I think people will take sides and it just kind of opens up the opportunity to again, further gamify and bring it back to the community. Um, and above all else, you know, we, we, we put community first uh, and we want to hear from, from our users and we want to hear some ideas about, okay, now that you own a, a rare Wiley Coyote, what do you want to do with it? Um, what, what are types of experiences? What are types of campaigns that we can do? Um, so we're, yeah, we're always, we're always kind of seeking advice and um, at the same time, surprising, surprising our users, but it's just going to be a fun thing. You can imagine in the next several months as we onboard more and more of these partners and not just top tier brands, but um, our internal projects that we'll be launching, uh, brand new artists, well-known artists, other sorts of drops that are more than just these trading card things but communities are forming subgroups are forming in our in our community that it's going to be fun to kind of pit them against each other or have these kind of that's what this whole space is is really all about you know wouldn't it be awesome if um you know board apes yacht club could compete against the the uh crypto punk community or you know whatever mm -hmm. well now we have we have a little bit more control because we're helping these properties launch 
um, on our platform. So we'll be able to do stuff like that with, with, uh, with our own stuff. Yeah, I'm interested in that Space Jam IP. And now that we see, you know, uh, platforms like Coinbase kind of rolling out, we see pretty much the adoption. I mean, me and you have, again, both been around for a minute in the NFT space. Adoption is coming more kind of, you know, the walls are kind of coming down and the barriers are coming down to approach these different brands and say, hey, let us help you. Is it is it kind of like a rabid, uh, like try, everybody's kind of coming in at once trying to, you know, pitch these IPs saying, hey, I can help you launch these NFTs. What's the what's the process from your perspective going out to these big brands and trying to is it a competition? Is there other you know teams trying to pitch a Space Jam and you guys just you know were the better product that they just went with? How does that environment look right now? It's super competitive. There are a lot of people wanting to get involved, both from the content side and from you know the development side, the platform side. Um, I would say at the beginning of the year, it was a little bit early uh, and you needed to know somebody to get in the door with some of these groups. Um, you know, now they're taking requests for proposals in the dozens and dozens. Um, we're just going to continue to do what we do best and that's innovate on the distribution, uh, UX first, community first. Um, proof is in, you know, projects that we launch. Uh, that's really our approach. It is super competitive and that's awesome. Um, the fact that we're able to continue to work with top tier artists and brands is just a testament to our team. I'm not taking any credit on some on these brands that are coming in. We have an amazing team. Um, but it is, you know, and I think it's still really early, obviously, right? And we're just going to continue to see more and more competition and that's great for this whole space. Um, we're trying to carve out our niche, which is a little bit more new user facing uh, innovation on the distribution as I keep hammering and um, really, you know, known IP. Yeah, I'm excited for your your guys' kind of experience there with the distribution. I think that's, again, you keep honing on it. And I think it's the right thing to, to lean into because you guys are gamifying the process better than other people. So uh, not that it needs to be a competition. But anyways, <laughs> the roadmap uh, that's coming up, and I know you mentioned before the call of, of dropping some info, uh, potential like new info on the community or, or out there. Uh, what do you have coming up uh, for Nifties and what's kind of on the roadmap there? Yeah, yeah, I was talking a little bit about it, but next week we launch um, this burn and replace mechanism and this uh, this code for a streaming movie. And it's all based around uh, the Goon Squad. So if you checked out um, nifties.com, you'll see a Space Jam. If you click into it, you can learn about the Goon Squad. And it's, it's gonna be really fun. You know, now through October 18th, you're able to register um, and you know, enter in your code starting next week to get a free NFT. And then once the gates open on this burn and replace thing, it's gonna be really fun to see what people do. Are people gonna to wanna to turn in these, these NFTs that they spent the last few weeks and months collecting to try to get something new and unique? You know, you will have users that are able to turn in a couple commons for something like a, a rare or legendary. It's gonna be you know, not financial advice, do your own research, but it's going to be fun to see what people uh, what people do with this kind of this inventive mechanism. 
Love it, man. Well, I think we did a great job covering what you guys have coming up at Nifty's. I want to get your take on the entire NFT space uh, before we move on. But I, if we miss anything, just let me know. Is there anything as, as it's related to meme or Nifty's that you want to cover before we head into like broad market stuff? It's cliche, but just just stay tuned. Buckle up. It's going to be a fun Q4. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, so Coinbase just came out with their NFT marketplace. Want to get your take on that as well as kind of the, who, who you're looking at in the community right now that's doing it the correct way. You mentioned Board Ape, Yacht Club, you mentioned CryptoPunks, but who, what are your favorite NFT projects out there right now? Whatever's in my bag, man. <laughs> yeah, shill it right now. <laughs> um, yeah, to answer your first question, I mean, it's super interesting that... Uh, Coinbase is getting into the NFT space. It's like to the surprise of no one, right? Like it was just a matter of time. Uh, they were, and I'm really excited. They were like many of us, like the first introduction for crypto. Um, and it was it was really where, like they were the gateway. They still are the on-ramp for, for majority, I would say, uh, new users into this space. So just, um, the the experience of just you know collecting connecting your bank account and having crypto and then getting into nfts that's going to be really cool and it's going to grow this whole space leaps and bounds um but just like dexes are also popular uniswap is also popular metamask is also popular OpenSea, right um there are going to be reasons and needs and different types of users different types of collectors and projects um that are going to want to ma- maintain this level of decentralization, right? Uh, that are, and we're continuing to see more and po- more and more people get it. That um, some some people, it's great hold, holding your your funds, holding your assets in a in a in a custodial wallet, right? Um, mm-hmm. But more and more people are really getting that. The whole idea is that you can take your NF, you can take your assets off a bank, you know, outside a third party middleman, right? Um, and I can be be the holder of my own assets um and we're going to continue see more and more of that so while i think it's really exciting for the whole space i'm excited for just the top of the funnel growth that we'll see um there's still lots of opportunity in uh in these more decentralized uh versions um it's still anybody's game, you know, even, even though OpenSea has a, has a huge head start, we're going to see lots of competition there. Um, and, and, and as you know, competition is just great for innovation because we're going to be competing on UX, competing on developer talents, be competing on prices and competing on, you know, so many things, top artists and top brands that it's just going to drive the whole space forward. Um, yeah, with, yeah with, with your DeFi background there, uh, I, I love and I knew the take was going to be there, but I, I love the Dex take. I think, you know, with the Dow Turtles situation where OpenSea was actually delisting them from the platform, that's that's crazy stuff, man. I mean, you get you talk about no liquidity. There is no liquidity when your your ass is off OpenSea. So I wonder what it's going to take for a Dex to kind of come to fruition here because we don't even see like anything close right now uh, to competing with with the, that liquidity. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, and I have DeFi roots, uh, of course, uh, but I'm also a realist. And, and I know that like new users are going to require a certain level of experience, user experience, and that it may take some time to get there. Um, but I think that time is a lot sooner than people think. Um, and I'm excited to be a part of it. 
that you know at this intersection of user experience and like um, decentralization. So the second question I had was uh, about the projects. Are what is your bag looking like these days? What projects do you think are doing it right? <laughs> I was only kidding there, um, but uh, I could only speak to you know those that I'm uh, you know a part of. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really like those that we mentioned. Uh, just the blue chips, as you know, Board Apes Yacht Club. What else is out there? I really like the ducks, sub ducks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not active in a lot of these just because I'm I'm so busy. But every every now and again, I get peaks uh, of what's going on or I get updates. Right? Um, they were one of the first projects that I that I recall that I noticed that is, that created an iOS app like from the project from the community. Um, and I thought that was really cool. Just pushing, pushing things there. I, you know, I have some friends that are issuing projects. Um, I uh, really like what's going on, of course, with art blocks and uh, all that there. Um, yeah, it's just a really fun time again to just experiment uh, and really experiment at the community level in groups like um, Friends with Benefits and some of these other types of groups that are just like community first mm-hmm. and we'll figure out the rest later. Um, that's something we did at Meme, right? And that was successful. So those kind of uh, stand out to me. Those that are not really all about shilling and pumping anonymous founders that are just are just there to collect and then move on. But those roadmap is such a such a hot, hot word. Um, mm-hmm but less about just throwing a roadmap out there, but like uh, demonstrating that you're capable of uh, continuing to build and continue to delight the audience and the users and do things differently and not just pump, but uh, those that are thinking years down the road, those that are thinking about, um, you know, DAO ownership of the IP and again, all the DeFi angles that are coming into this. Those are the types of projects that I that I kind of line up with. Yeah, we had a community question uh, come through that I want to kind of wrap up with. Uh, but before that, I think Mechaverse was like this really interesting moment in the NFT space. Like we can always look back and, and like hit on a couple different projects that were just like part of that era. And I think we'll look back at Mechaverse and see, holy crap, like that was either going to be like, we'll look in two years, that was a colossal failure or it was one of the first like biggest drops that we've seen. What's your take on, on Mechaverse? Well, having missed out on the distribution, um, you know, my number didn't get called or however they do it, Um, you know, unfortunate, but I think it's, you know, you know, assuming there was proper distribution, obviously there are always questions of bots and things like that, but with any project, right? But uh, I think I think they did a lot right, um, both with the art and the rollout and the hype around it. Um, but you know, a lot of groups do that, and what it's remaining to be seen. It remains to be seen. You know, what's next and how they'll continue to stoke the the community. Not really pump the value, but just like provide a reason to stick around. Um, I'm really excited for the artifact one coming up. Mm. Um, several, several other projects are going to be released through, uh, through meme and through nifties. And it's going to be just really interesting. Um, to, I mean, if you look at 
there are several different outlets that show every new PFP project that releases, and there's like 10 or 12 every day. Uh, and I think that's great. Everybody should release a PFP project. But like we see with Twitter and Instagram and YouTube, like the quality rises for the most part. Um, and it's great. Let's just try stuff. And the best projects are going to rise to the top. Um, such a such a fun time. Like I don't I don't I don't knock the fact that people are, are trying to do a PFP yeah. project. It's not great that you you went to Fiverr and you got an artist, but more and more people are are drawn to the space. More and more artists are getting involved. More and more uh, you know mechanics are being tested. Um, that it's just it's just great for the space. You, you started talking about experimentation, right? And I think that that's what you're getting at again, right? So I think this whole space is an experiment, right? The blockchain, Web three, crypto—we're all experimenting. Don't pretend that we're not. We're we're seeing a lot of uh, traction, of course, in the last decade. Uh, but this is all really—we're just trying something new here and seeing what works. Um, so that, that's what it's all about. All right. Uh, the last community question that we had come through. Uh, Lama was asking, will the next version involve fractionalized NFTs? I, I'm assuming he's talking about maybe meme. Uh, I, I hope. Uh, is, is there going to be fractionalized NFTs in anything that you're building? I'd say with the, given a long enough timeline, yes, to both to both nifties and meme. Like um, I hesitate to put put stuff on roadmaps, of yeah. course, but um, I think that's that's a distribution mechanism and that's kind of a fundamental piece of this whole space that deserves to be experimented with uh, because it's it's it is an interesting way. People know what an index fund is. People know that you can you can own a fraction of an Apple share or whatever, you know. Um, it's it leads to accessibility in this space and that's what that's what I'm all about. Awesome. Last question I have, man, before I let you go. Uh, this time next year, what does the NFT space look like? What's a what's a prediction on something that maybe isn't mainstream now or mainstream in our eyes? Uh, Can you imagine, like trying to a year ago trying trying to answer that question and where we are right now? No, no. Um, Good luck. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm without trying to like chill and without trying to just throw a stupid number out there. I I, I think it's like. 100x of what we're doing more and more people in this space you're going to get more and more engineers that are still kind of stuck on the fence do you really want to go work for you know this giant mega corporation trying to squeeze out every last ad dollar or do you want to come change the internet uh mm -hmm. do you want to do you know do you, do you want to make financial software the rest of your life or do you want to work in this creative space you know creating you know creating uh really giving artists chance to earn a living. Like there's so many cool things here that are just going to keep pulling in the capital, keep pulling in developer resources, keep pulling in new users that we're, we're really, really early in this space. I'm excited for what's to come more and more artists and brands. They're going to do it the right way. You know, about a year ago, we started to see more and more artists just kind of go for the cash grab. Um, we're now seeing people do it in a smart way. We'll always see people reach for that cash, but um, now they're seeing it as an opportunity, not just to make a cool million, but to like grow a fan base of a million, right? Like, I, I think we're going to see, we're going to see a lot of junk and we, there may be some volatility, but long-term it's, uh, it's good for everybody. It's good for the artist. It's good for these communities um, up into the right long-term. 
Yeah, that's a fantastic soundbite. I appreciate you breaking it down like that. And, you know, Web3, uh, just creating this new internet is going to be, it's just exciting every day, man. And I appreciate the work that you've been doing all the way from the beginning. Uh, you know, you mentioned earlier that meme was, was at that inflection point. I 100% agree with that. You guys were a part of starting what we're seeing today. So just even having that, if you did nothing else, Jordan, like that would be, <laughs> that would be fucking crazy. So uh, keep building, man. I'll keep supporting you. Uh, guys, we had Jordan Lyle here on the Nifty Q show today. Uh, he is the creator of Meme, and he is the co-founder of Nifties, and they're doing some really cool things with that studio, getting that meme cola that none of us can purchase on the secondary anymore, unfortunately. But uh, Jordan, I'll see you soon, man. Uh, hopefully we get to, to see each other in NYC as well for, for the comments. Yeah.